The Money Show. Small business. With Pablo Fatidis. Pablo Fatidis. I wonder, is that new? I think it sounds new. It's more breathy and it's more excited. Um, the, the, the growth mindset, Pablo. I mean, this is such an important thing, particularly, and just before we get into growth mindsets, this coping with the higher cost of capital, cost of money, the, infl- the interest rates going up in a rising inflation environment. It's a scary time to be working for yourself. It is. And, and you know what's interesting, Bruce, is right around the world, the let's call it the SME market, the small businesses, the medium sized businesses, the privately owned businesses um, are having a really hard go of it for a couple of reasons. So what happened in the developing economies is a lot of relief was provided by government to keep businesses alive during COVID. And in that process, they created a series of different loan formats. They were called bounce back loans. They were called investment schemes. They gave them all sorts of really accessible names so that anyone who had a business in the developed economy could find something to get access to that capital at very, very generous rates over long payment periods in order to keep the businesses alive. Because government knew that the small medium enterprise sector employs a significant number of people. And what happened is that all the banks were told to relieve a lot of their credit criteria and their portfolios got flushed with SMEs. And the growth of the SME loan book has never been what it was a year ago or so. And it's now come to bed because the prudential requirements, the cost of capital adequacy within the bank itself is harming their return on equity numbers and banks are pulling away from lending money to SMEs. So you've got that problem in the first instance. In South Africa, you've got a second problem that then compounds getting access to funding. And that is that private capital is hard come by. And it's hard come by because of the unfathomable and consistent mismanagement of our country and our economy. And people are saying, You know, if I make an investment into a smaller business, a medium-sized business, for me to get my return, it takes time for that business to grow. It takes time for it to mature. It takes time for it to get to a size that a larger business might wish to acquire it, at which point in time I hope to get my return and a capital gain. And do I want to put money into the ground, per se, over five years or seven years? That's the first issue, impeding access to funding. The second issue impeding it is the complete inconsistency and inability to create a policy and hold to the policy. Businesses need certainty in the environment we invest in. And that certainty is constantly being eroded and shifted and changed. And we're all waiting for it to settle. And it hasn't for a long time now. So Uh, getting access to funding is critical. It's crucial and it's very, very hard. You're doing a very brave thing. You're putting in your running shoes and you're going on a road trip uh, around three provinces in South Africa over the next three weeks to tell people in often less salubrious circumstances than perhaps we find ourselves in in Joburg or in uh, in Cape Town uh, that they need to adopt a growth mindset. I hope you're taking a helmet in case somebody throws something heavy. <laughs> I'm going to be. You know, here's the thing about a growth mindset. If... If you look at the many challenges we are facing right now, and the challenges differ incidentally from province to province, you know, each province has its own 
set of particular challenges. But overarching is the big issue of Eskom and the uh, uh, clear incompetence of our government to get this problem solved. Okay. So if you look at the challenges, we've got that. We've got inflation. We've got the cost of capital, access to capital. We've got all sorts of talent-related issues. We've got currency fluctuations, and so it goes. And Bruce, I promise you, eventually, at some point in time, your resilience around it can put you in a place where you start to take things very, very personally. But here's the thing. Everyone in your industry is going through the pain, the same pains and frustrations. In many ways, what this does is it creates a level playing field. We all face the same environment within which we have to grow because not growing is not a choice. And it's not a choice because in an inflationary environment where we are running at six, seven, eight percent, if you don't grow your company at that inflation rate plus the currency depreciation rate and our country growth rate, and your industry growth rate. In effect, what it means is you're eroding all the value you have worked so hard to build up to today. So growth has to be on the agenda. And if the environment is such that it's wearing you thin, take a step back and say, well, what can I manage and have full control over to alleviate that? And Bruce, I never thought I'd say this, but really the time has come. Just get off the grid and get sorted. <laughs> Because that, more than anything else, more than anything else, can wear you down and wear you thin. It's a big investment, and so many people have held back making it because of all the false promises given by government that they will get Eskim sorted. Eskim is not going to get sorted anytime soon. We probably have another decade of uncertainty around electrical supply. If you can deal with just that, the removal of stress, the removal of anxiety, the removal of the building rage and aggression that you feel because of the breach and broken social contract we have with our government as business owners to invest in our companies, employ people, generate tax, pay tax in order for government to create an environment that is investable long enough for us to get our returns. That social contract, which has been broken, is creating remarkable range. Get rid of that because immediately it will allow you to relieve your mindset on that and put a different set of lenses on. Now, a lot of people we cross with you, Pablo, they say, but, but I'm on the bare bones of my backside as it is. How dare you suggest that I get off the grid? And it's, look, uh, Pablo can't help you with that particular problem. That's up to you to perhaps collaborate with your neighbors, with people in the, um, in the, in the park where you are, where your factory is or where your business is. It is up to you as to how you tackle it because unfortunately that rage is a very negative draining emotion. And if you're focusing only on that rage, well, then your mind is, mind is getting clouded by the rage and the fear and the uncertainty, and you're not capable in that sort of, with, with that thinking, to, to be thinking about growth. Absolutely right. And Bruce, you know what? I have a very, very real experience of it because I meet with a lot of business owners, and I always ask the question, are you on the grid? Are you off the grid? Specifically and mostly at home. You know, many people work in offices or they work in factory environments that have largely got generators. And yes, it's an inconvenience, but mostly, you know, they can enjoy the benefit of ongoing electrical supply. And the meeting sets off 
fundamentally differently, whether you're on the grid or whether you're off the grid. If you're off the grid, it's not an inconvenience. It's not an aggravation. You're going to be more relaxed and you're going to be looking rather than being angry at the opportunity it can open up for you. Because a growth mindset turns around and says this, those things that are within my control that I can act on and through my action, put myself in a position where I'll be more positively inspired and positively minded. In the same instance, when you look at something that gets up your nose, if you're wearing those lenses, as opposed to the lenses of someone who has not placed themselves in that position, you will both see things fundamentally differently. And what this environment does, more so for smaller businesses than very large businesses, is it changes the status quo of how all our customers are behaving. And in that, Bruce, it opens up a little crack in which you can enter and own and dominate. If you adjust your offerings to meet the new change circumstances quickly before anyone else does, that's where the growth in part opportunity lies for you. But it needs you to wear a positive mindset. And a positive mindset means Get rid of the anxiety that you can. Okay. So can, I mean, don't laugh at me, please. Don't judge me for this. But there are some people who will swear by, uh, I don't know what you would call it, a mantra or talking to themselves in the mirror or in the reflection of the kettle while they wake it, wait for it to boil in the morning. To telling themselves, I don't know, affirming things. I don't know what it would what it would include. I don't know if anybody does do this. Uh, it feels a little bit Shua, New Age, airy fairy sort of stuff. But I wonder if there's not a place for it. No, it's not at all Shua and airy fairy. And I'll tell you a great story of someone who does this. Someone who is actually quite a remarkable human being. You know, a number of years ago, I think he was more or less about eighty-four years of age. Clint Eastwood was now <laughs> writing the new yeah. movie. He was producing the movie. He was directing the movie. And he was the main lead act in the movie. And he's done one or two movies subsequently since. And his movies, generally, they're about social issues, cultural issues, um, are very, very well received and very popularly followed. And this person turned around and said to him, you know, how do you do this? You're 84 years of age. You started off as a, a spaghetti Western actor. You've migrated your career, matured it. You've sophisticated it. And you're still at the helm. You're still out there making it all happen at the age of 84. When most people, you know, have been looking for a lacabedicea option instead. And he turned around and he said to this person, I say to myself every day when I wake up, don't let the old man in. And this person created a song about that incidentally. And it really got me thinking because what would the mantra be in a time of extreme stress like this? The only thing, Bruce, that you can invest in is your mindset, your attitude, because you have full control over it. If you get the right mindset, it means you're going to behave differently. And if you behave differently, you're going to get a different outcome in your business. I think that the mantra should be for all of us, Focus on what you can control. 100% focus only on what you can control. Because shouting at government, shouting at a bank, shouting at whoever you choose to shout at, 
in order to try and get them to change, when you have no control over that, simply builds that anxiety. And when that anxiety builds, it deepens cynicism. It deepens the negativity. It builds apathy. And it stalls everything positive that you can do to create a different scenario. I know it's frustrating because (laughs) we do try it. But use the mantra, put it on the toilet door, put it on your steering wheel, put it on your cell phone, and repeat it again and again and again until it dominates how you behave in your life. Okay, That's well, how you get the mind. Well, what's a mantra? I mean, it's, it's just like, you know, do you start beating your chest? Uh, Woody Harrelson. So was it Woody Harrelson? I think it was one of those guys <laughs> in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, well, somebody, one of those sorts of guys. And uh, do you beat your chest? And do you have a rhythm? Um, how does it work? I wonder. Uh, do you sort of say, it'll all be all right in the end. If it's not all right, it's not the end. Tell yourself that 10 times. I don't know. What is a mantra? Give me a demonstration. The mantra must be. I can provide the beat. I'll only focus. <laughs> okay, get the beat going. I'll only focus on what I can control. Everything outside of that, I'm going to remove okay. out of my purview. Focus on what you can control. Because when you do, you can act. And the moment you act in anything, you're immediately empowered. Yeah, and before you use that mantra, go to a dictionary and check out purview. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo Fatidis, as always, from Auric Business Accelerator. Fabulous insights. The idea of a mantra, I thought it was a bit of a idea. Do you use a mantra? Are you a, a mantra person? I wonder.